1: Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollar per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
0: Let's welcome in Ben Manis. Hey Ben.
1: Hey Don, it's great to talk to you again. How are you today?
0: Oh doing great. Thanks. Thanks so much for you know giving us your time. We appreciate it to talk about. Let's start with that tweet from Police Commissioner Daniel Outlaw talking about, quote, concerning behavior as you write about in your article abroad and liberty dot com regarding an arrest with the police officers surrounding a vehicle. There was a standoff. Can you take us through it and what you found here, Ben?
1: Absolutely. And again, thanks for having us on, because this is a story that only uh, gets justice to prevail when the the good people of this city actually see the truth and Within hours of, um, so, so over the weekend, starting with Friday, Daniel Outlaw, the commissioner of police, and three very powerful city elected officials, and one mayoral candidate who's been on 1210 quite a bit, all tweeted out their concerns with this, uh, you know, concerning, disturbing behavior around what was a doctored Instagram video. Um, where the the person taking the Instagram video from the peanut gallery was recording it, the interaction with a, an armed felony suspect with priors who had crack cocaine and a firearm uh, during a traffic stop. He asserted, the person recording it, that the N-word was used by the officer uh, during the course of this arrest. It wasn't proven. Then what we found out in obtaining the actual body cam footage through sources within the police administration building. I mean, we're talking ranking Philadelphia police sources who saw uh, an extreme breach of conduct by the commissioner in tweeting out, condemning information about this officer saying that she found, you know, this concerning behavior that she needed to put the officer on administrative leave and investigate him for when the actual body cam image showed, he never said that word. Not only didn't he say that word, this man should be given a commendation because in this climate, here's a person who rammed a vehicle at a police car while holding a gun in a car full of cocaine, and he didn't get shot and killed. So you tell me where the escalation in this matter was. This, this officer and his partner showed extreme restraint and not rightfully, they had the right to use deadly force and didn't. Um, but he was condemned within 24 hours of the incident. And then we have three city politicians and a mayoral candidate. We're talking about Cindy Bass, Sharif Street, Art Haywood, and Sherelle Parker all taking to Twitter to basically pile on with their, you know, their ratioing of this officer. When now we know because my piece at BroadandLiberty.com has the unedited bobby cam footage So he never never said anything controversial yes he said the f-word but you know mm-hmm. he plays up against an armed suspect so, yeah you know there's and, the jokes right
0: and this is an example of body cam video i've long said that m- most law enforcement officers i ever spoke with when when we debated the body cam video said good good this will exonerate yeah. more officers than it will put a you know a sour note on officers and this is a perfect case ben manis
1: this is yeah. And, and, and my sources within the department right now are saying that, uh, you know, that the officer is going to be exonerated. The, the question is, are they going to do that old, you know, that old joke where they condemn you on page one and then exonerate you weeks later on page 20? Um, this is you cannot work the streets of Philadelphia with people believing that you're a racist because, you know, that, that's the, the grand irony is, is what you see. No one seems to care that the suspect was a menace to society who had a prior interaction with an AR-15 and a pistol who ran from the police. He had an open warrant in Maryland, and uh, he, he basically squared off and tried to ram police officers with his car. No one seemed to care about that. They cared about what if this officer used a bad word.
0: Yeah, and so and, think about um, the chilling effect. Ben, think about the yeah. chilling effect. In other words, if you're a suspect, you're armed, you're dangerous, you're loaded with drugs. All you have to do is claim that that an officer made a racial slur that said a said a wrong word, etc. And all of a sudden it diverts all the attention onto yeah. the officer being persecuted
1: which was exactly what this Instagrammer was trying to do. By the way, the Instagram account is hooked up with a local law firm that does ambulance chasing on behalf of criminals in that community. So, you know, they were doing it to probably get money uh, or, or, you know, create this divide, this racial divide, but the people who need to be the most ashamed are, you know, the politicians who look to capitalize this, who look to, to get votes and or community support knowing full well they were stoking the flames of another riot. And that is shameful. And if you look, you know, Cindy Bass has not tweeted since this, with the exception of promoting her line dancing event at a community center. Mm -hmm. And uh, the comments really instill you know, faith that there are a few good-minded people left in the city because everyone in her Twitter is asking her to apologize to this officer at this point, who is serving her community and keeping bad people off her streets. So she should be apologizing. So should Street Hayward and Sherelle Parker.
0: Yeah, and for especially for the commissioner, the police commissioner, you should know better, right? If you're if you're a cop and you're the top cop, so called, that you remain professional and say there's an investigation underway, we will review the body cam video. That's why yeah. we have it.
1: Well, you know what, this is a good point. I wanna I wanna can I just stop on that point for a second. You you have the commissioner apparently not consulting with her rank and file before doing whatever she feels like doing. And how I know this is because one of the first things in a use of force like this that you're going to have is the captain of the district, in this case, Captain Richardson, that's the 14th district, sitting down with internal affairs to see if, you know, some action should be taken against one of their officers. And apparently, I mean, so when you see this footage, you have to understand body cam footage is untamperable. The minute you record it, it goes into the cloud. And it has a timestamp on it. So you can't edit it. So the point is, the captain and internal affairs knew probably within the day that this was not an issue. And the commissioner went with a huge pulpit and, and made it look like there was an issue instead of defending her officers, which she was in the power to do. You know, one of the commenters, probably someone who's heard me on another show in Detroit, uh, on the on the story came out and said, you know, there was a during the George Floyd summer, there was a shooting with the Detroit police and they started doing this stoking of the flames. And she Craig immediately went out, showed the body cam footage and said, this officer deserves, you know, the thanks of the community, not the ridicule. Yeah, she absolutely. could have done that. Yeah. She absolutely could have done that.
0: Yeah. So and let's... she didn't. Let's move over to the driving equity law. Uh, you write that's another article. You've been very busy, Ben Manis and BroadandLiberty Philadelphia lawmakers, of course, celebrating the first anniversary, the first year of that so-called driving equality law, which I think originally was called driving equity, whatever. But tell us about one year later, and you're looking and studying the data after a year. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and again, thanks. Great thanks go to my sources. I would be nothing without them on this. Um, and, and we have a group at Broaden Liberty that was basically put together to study homicide stats because there was a great discrepancy. The the S jobs, the suspicious deaths, come up and they don't really jive with the actual number of murders in the city. And what we're finding is, you know, whether it's Daniel outlaw and the city politicians tweeting to condemn an officer when it's politically, you know, friendly, uh, whether it's the fact that the driving equality laws heralded as this great you know, social bill when what we found was a 45% increase in deadly hit and runs in the city of Philadelphia since this passed, 29% directly linked. And you have, you know, I, I went to Max Wiseman, the uh, communications director. I wonder how much he makes for Isaiah Thomas, who literally answered a question with a question. You know, when I, I presented these 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 statistics to him, he said, I don't see the correlation. You, you know, just because we're not enforcing these, you know, an air freshener hanging from a mirror. Well, it's not an air freshener hanging from a mirror. It's eight vehicle code violations that really have to do with the safety of the vehicles on the road. And if you've been on Roosevelt Boulevard lately, you've seen that you know some of that. Look, I've, I've worked in places like Tijuana, Mexico, you know, Caguas, kind of Puerto Rico. I've seen better running cars on the streets of those countries than I've seen in Philadelphia lately. Because why would you spend sixty to a hundred dollars to get your vehicle inspected? You know, we have the most expensive, arduous inspection process in the country when you know the cops aren't going to enforce it. And that's what's happening. And people are dying on these roads, but no one's mentioning it. The Inquirer is in the boat with Thomas. Thomas doesn't want to acknowledge these results. And nobody trusts this city. And that's why, you know, you covered it earlier. Nobody's really trusting Kenny on the water issue because everything else he's doing is a lie. You can't. Go around talking about how great a job you're doing when everyone's dropping like flies.
0: And so there are, you know, there are lawsuits underway. Can you give us an update on that? I mean, I've interviewed Abington Police Chief um, Patrick Malloy, who's a, you know, Philadelphia native, and and you talk about him with regard to the accreditation issue. Um, But can you update us on where the accreditation issue is?
1: absolutely so the accreditation issue is still in limbo currently there is still the pennsylvania chiefs of police and the plea committee uh still have pittsburgh and philadelphia's accreditation up for review they have what's called a waiver so they have 60 days they're not going to come into compliance um you know and we'll see what happens at that point so yes the several million dollars that chief ramsey commissioner ramsey to get the philadelphia police department accredited Mm -hmm. will most likely be lost that's your tax dollars uh, because of this insipid bill and um, you know at the same time the fop is suing the police department because you know if you're taking this valuable tool away from officers you're creating a liability and that's also what the accreditation is about think about this from the basic issue under the state of pennsylvania who runs the vehicle code And, you know, the most important thing here is the entire law was based on race. Mm -hmm. And poor people are poor people regardless of their race. Uh, You know, Kensington is the Rainbow Coalition, and it is definitely one of the most trying neighborhoods in our city. So to, to create a law, and this was the State Accreditation Committee's assertion, when you create a law based on racial statistics, you are... Depriving other people, you are not enforcing within the Constitution fairly, and that is against the accreditation standards of the city, voluntarily signed up for. So, yeah, I mean, there there are going to be legal challenges to this. The question is when and how how costly will it be? I mean, to a person who's paying taxes in the city, as you are, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not really happy that they're just playing the roulette with my money. Uh, the, the truth is, I would like my money going toward more safety, not less.
0: Amen to that. Ben Manis from Broad and Liberty. Thank you so much
1: for checking in. Can I wait before you go? Can I break a little news? I just got a text from uh, John McNesby at FOP Lodge 5 because I guess he's listening. So you have a fan there. Uh, Officer Mommy of the 14th District is being restored to full duty. He's going to go back out and protect the citizens. So this charade is apparently over and they're putting him back on the street. That is an exclusive.
0: And that's great news, but I will say to you one step further, and that's what I had tweeted out. I mean, uh, Commissioner Outlaw should apologize, as, sh- as should every one of the city leaders or mayoral candidates who disparage this officer before knowing the facts. They should apologize to that officer. That, uh, they are due a public 100%. apology, but especially for your own police commissioner, just come out and, and say it. Just say it out loud. Hey, we were were are I'm thankful. That the body camera reveals that, in fact, the officer was professional, properly yep. trained. Wouldn't, isn't that a good thing?
1: Not only is that a good thing, that is the, the crux of why these body cameras are effective. If you look at places like Miami-Dade, Florida, where they, they you know go after the people who make false allegations when they're proven wrong on body cam, they, they charge those people, um, and that's important. And if Krasner knew what he was doing... He would be going after this Instagrammer for doctoring that footage and trying to stoke a riot in the city of Philadelphia. Ben
0: Manis, thank you so much, and uh, thank you to my friend John Mcnesby as well. With FOP Lodge Five, we're glad to have we're glad to have some at least some relief for this officer who was out there working hard as a professional person and doing everything properly and professionally. So, thank you so much, Ben Manis.
1: Amen. Anytime. Thanks for having <laughs> me on.
0: Absolutely.